You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. My name is Jacques Daniel. I'm here with Amy Julian. We are downtown Rapid City, South Dakota, at the Chancery Diocese of Rapid City Chancery offices. We've been having an amazing morning, some great we guests, have. great conversations, and uh, we are not done. We're not done. <laughs> yeah, I am super excited about our next guest. <laughs> so we'd like to welcome uh, Sean M- McAfee. 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 Dang it. I said it wrong. <laughs> I practiced it and I said it wrong. But I didn't call you McGoofy, so that's good. <laughs> Sean, thank welcome. You. Hey, thank you. It's nice to be heard in Rapid City. My wife lived there for nine years. Oh, oh wow. that's fun. Well, the, please, uh, in the Air Force there and, uh, you know, got the loud sound C1s going off all the time. And that's life. Well, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah. It's, it's temperate right now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, Sean, really tell us. Laugh. Please introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, I'm a convert to the Catholic faith. I joined the church in 2012 after a whole life as a Southern Baptist. Uh, my wife followed me nine months afterwards, and my my collection was uh, my uh, my collection. My conversion was highly uh, intellectual. Um, you know, I got into the apologetics of the faith, and I, as I as I talked to my Catholic friends and tried to convince them why they shouldn't be Catholic, uh, or what, at least why I shouldn't, I talked myself into the faith. I really read my way into it. Books like from Scott Hahn and um, from Catholic Answers, and everybody, uh, you know, in the recent years, and uh, just didn't really want to do anything with religion if I couldn't be Catholic. After a while, I've gotten RCIA, and then I. And I started studying quite a bit more after that and you know, realized I really wanted to share the faith just like those wonderful people have done before me. And um, yeah, now we're now we're here and writing books. Well, praise God. We're glad you're here. Where is here? Thank you. Where is here? Yeah, we are in uh, the Diocese of New Orleans. I, I still work for the military, not active duty. Um, so we find ourselves kind of in a different location every three to five years. And uh, um we have six kids, and we've been married for 15 years. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. That's fantastic. So you were, uh, you were in the mode of writing books, and you have a, a new book, an exciting book, an uh, interesting book. Uh, that I'm, I'm looking at Tan's website right now. And, and, okay, here's the thing. I'm supposed to mention the first person to call. How does this work? The first yeah, person Yeah, we to, have a book giveaway. We have a book giveaway. So this is really important oh, if you're listening. Maybe this, I need to be the first person to call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, the, we're talking about, maybe tell us about your book. I'll talk about the giveaway, and then we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah, so the book uh, it just released about a week or two ago. It's called Compendium of Sacramentals, and it is a encyclopedia of encyclopedias. It has gorgeous uh, sacred art and examples of the types of sacramentals throughout. And sacramentals, you know, everybody kind of knows a little bit about them, and, and I believe that every Catholic is truly enthralled by these. Um, but reading the book will really kind of invest the reader in a much deeper understanding and appreciation of these. And so what sacramentals are, are these are sacred signs that bear resemblance to the sacraments. They signify effects of the spiritual nature by the intercession of the Church. And what the Church wants us to do with these, the Church governs the use of sacramentals, really. They also want us 
to use them to be disposed to receive the sacraments, whose chief effect, of course, is sanctifying grace. So through these, what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to use them in devotion and piety, and we should lead us to a sanctified life that seeks the sacraments and hopefully one day brings us into heaven. And so the book goes through all of the types of sacramentals, from making the sign of the cross or genuflecting at the pew to the tabernacle, or even the gamut of pious devotions, like devotion to the Sacred Heart or the Holy Rosary or the, um, or the, uh, uh, the, the Stations of the Cross or the physical sacramentals that we're all used to, like the scapulars and the medallions and uh, little wax discs that nobody knows about called the Agnus Dei, um, crucifixes and all the kinds of crosses. This book, like I said, is an encyclopedia. It explores all of it. And not just that, if I can make a, one more plug for it, it tells you all about how to use it, where it came from, and shows you how old these are, which is great, but it also has plenty of information on how to talk to other Catholics and non-Catholics about these items or these devotions, because that's really where we're all going to kind of face the, the hard stuff eventually. Is You know, the world usually sees the rosary hanging from the rearview mirror as a superstition, but there could be right. a, a pious devotion there as well. So the book is heavy on um, that kind of a content as well. Right. I like the comment you have here about useful tips on defending each sacramental from both longstanding and modern objections. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that, is, that is riddled throughout the book. You know, we, we reach not only just into the teaching of the Church within the last, let's say, 50 years on sacramentals. This book has close to 200 references, I think over 200 references, and I'd say about a quarter of those come from the old catechisms, you know, even pre-Trent or, oh, nice. or even after Trent, um, showing a really continuity that the Church has had since around the, around the time of the Apostles, but certainly graduating its understanding of sacramentals uh, in the early medieval ages and in the patristic period, um, really reaching all the way back into all that uh, intellectual content, we're showing the readers that this isn't something new that we're kind of devising to, you know, make a buck or two at a Catholic bookstore. These are things yeah. that Christians have been using since the dawn of our faith. That's fantastic. So this is uh, this is a huge book. This is 384 pages. It's an encyclopedia. It is $60 on TAN. Um, this is this is an enormous book. Uh, it looks like beautifully made, beautiful imagery, beautiful some pictures, amazing yeah. quotes and uh, sidebars, and uh, this is full. You packed a lot into this book, and really practical Thank information. You. It looks like. And so, yeah, uh, you know, that's the one thing I wanted to do is not just tell people, you know, what something is, but tell somebody how to use it and make it make it make it consumable and enjoyable for anybody to read. That's fantastic. So we have a giveaway. So the first person that can call Real Presence Radio eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. If you're listening, get on the phone. Call. Get on the phone. Call right now, and uh, and you can win this uh, compendium of sacramentals, encyclopedia of church's blessings, signs, and devotions. Okay. And if you're not the first caller, like put it on your Christmas list because this thing is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And we just, um, Sean, you were mentioning maybe Tan has a has a, a discount going on right now. They should. They should still be having their Black Friday, Cyber Monday discount right now, and I believe it's 40% off uh, the entire store. So I know that this is a pricey book, but you guys got to probably help me here. It is 
gorgeous. Um, it's heavy. You know, I don't have a single book on Amazon that actually lists the weight of the product <laughs> until this book. And it, says it says it's between four and six pounds, which is just amazing. So, oh you gosh. know, it might be a $60 book, but, you know, people get their money worth. And it's um, right now on Amazon, it's um, one of the top new releases in uh, religious encyclopedia. So it looks like people are responding to it really quickly. Yeah, I'm happy about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And so what inspired you to compile this? You know, uh, there's probably many answers to that. The, the genesis of this book really came, I was writing a small book in the 20 Answers series from Catholic Answers, and those are just okay. little thin books that they put out uh, to, to talk about specific subject matter and apologetics for that. But I learned so much in writing that little volume on Sacramentals there that I was like, okay, i got to take this to the next level. And I personally wanted to know more about what I was reading anyway. So, you know, one of the one of the great blessings and benefits of writing books is you get to teach yourself along the way. I was just so enamored and, and fascinated, of course, being not, not just a mere collector of rosaries or scapulars or anything like that, but, you know, tr- true use of them um, with the dignity that they deserve. And just the love of, of those items and the devotions that we practice here within the household, you know, just led me into wanting to share it. Um, of course, you know, I've taught CCD before, um, and to every class that I get into, you know, I'm, I always get the questions, you know, why do we do this? Why do we have the rosary? When did it start? You know, why do we carry around medals? Or, um, you know, why do we, pr- what are the apologetics? Why do we pray in vain repetition with so many of our devotions? And you get to answer those questions eventually, and those are always tied to sacramentals. Why do we genuflect? Why do we bow, you know, to a statue, you know? The second commandment says, you know, that we shouldn't be doing things like that. You know, there's there's reasons for that. So, I was just I was just very um, I was just very enamored by those questions, um, and I wanted to put them in, into a writing that could be um, helpful, um, but also very you know resourceful for somebody who's looking to increase their devotion and piety. Yeah, and you mentioned you know talking about sacramentals as devotion, sacramentals as blessings, and so there are different categories of sacramentals. Yeah, actually, the church uh, has has many definitions of sacramentals over the over the years. But the bottom line is, is right now the church breaks down sacramentals into three different categories, and that's blessings. And the church says that these are the chief sacramental. You know, we're all familiar with blessings. We do them. We bless ourselves with the sign of the cross. The second sacramental is exorcisms, which we receive at baptism and major exorcisms, which may be performed by a, a priest at the assignment of a bishop. And then the final is popular devotion signs. And, uh, and popular devotions themselves. So things like the rosary, the actual physical rosary is a sacramental, as well as the devotion of meditating on the different mysteries. Fascinating. I did not know that, that they were in different categories like that. And that's fantastic. And you mentioned it, but you, you know, you don't only just, obviously, you know, we've all heard of the sign of the cross, and we've all heard of the stations of the cross, but you go into the history and the use of it and, and some apologetics and, and really delve into a deep dive into these sacramentals for us. Is that right? Yeah. I, I, that was probably one of my favorites to write on was the stations of the cross. And maybe we can talk about that a little bit more after the break. Um, but, but the stations of the cross, you know, goes all the way back to the very first pilgrims trying to walk where Jesus walked as we're commanded, carry a cross. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, if you, uh, hopefully, I don't know if anyone won our giveaway yet, but if you didn't, haven't called 877 795 
uh, you should do that, and uh, and maybe we'll announce someone uh, after the break here. But we're going to take a little break, come back with Sean, and talk more about uh, Compendium of Sacramentals, this great encyclopedia that's available from Tan Books. Join us right after the break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. Are all sins forgivable, even suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin, the sin against the Holy Spirit. Basically, that means dying without repenting. But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Real Presence Radio Live. My name is Jacques Daniel. Here with Amy Julian, and uh, here with Sean McAfee. McAfee, talking about uh, compendium. <laughs> new book, Compendium of Sacramentals, and uh, we had we did have a winner. We uh, Mark uh, is our winner. Mark was uh, fastest on the draw and uh, won this fantastic, beautiful, lovely book. So. Congratulations, Mark. Uh, just to note also that uh, this evening, we're on Real Presence Radio Live. Tonight is the Real Presence Radio Banquet here in Rapid City, South Dakota. So hopefully you've signed up for that and you're registered to go. And you're, uh, and, you're and don't gonna, forget. Don't forget, brave the cold. Uh, the FNE Catholic Scouts are going to be taking coats and for a little donation. And oh, there's nice. going to be a fantastic meal. And uh, Deacon Harold Brooksivers uh, speaking Tonight, at the Real Presence Radio Banquet at the Best Western Ramcota next to uh, Hobby Lobby. It's a full, full day. Full day. <laughs> Sean, welcome back. We've been talking about sacramentals, and you mentioned, uh, I don't know if we, you want to share a little more about um, you know, a particular favorite sacramental of yours. You, you mentioned the Stations of the Cross. Yeah, you know, this is just one of the most fun ones that it was to research in the writing of this book, but of course... You know, I love doing the Stations of the Cross uh, every Lent on Fridays. It's just a wonderful way to uh, to keep the solemnness and the uh, you know the focus of that season. But um, the history here is, is actually really quite fascinating. Is pilgrims 
just about immediately after Christ's death and resurrection, had wanted to visit the Holy Land and mark a route um, from the Praetorium, where he was condemned by Pontius Pilate, all the way to Golgotha, where he was, of course, crucified and, and died. Um, and it, of course, ends at his, his tomb. And so, since at least, I mean, there are documents that point to at least like the 200, um, the route has been well marked. Um, and it's been, uh, even through years of war and occupation by um, the armies of the, uh, the Islam and whatnot, um, and, and the, the Crusades, the, the Franciscans have been entrusted since the time of Francis of Assisi uh, to keep those holy sites, including the original Via Dolorosa, which is, of course, the, the way of sorrow, the path, we believe, the traditional path that Jesus walked. So as, as people were unable over time, you know, through either, you know, politics or the inability to travel or just whatnot, um, as they were unable to actually get to the Holy Land in order to make that privilege, it became very popular to create a pilgrimage site within their home city. So actually, all throughout Europe, you know, we've heard of these things called passion plays at like Oberammergau in Bavaria, or there are actually cities all throughout Europe that have small little Via Dolorosos, so to speak, um, in order for, during the Lenten season, or really any time of year, for pilgrims within the town or within the region to visit and make that sort of way of the cross. Um, that became so popular that eventually um, those, those stations were developed into a series of meditations that anybody could do from, you know, the privacy of their own residence. And that's how we have the stations of the cross today. And it became, of course, so popular now, instituted um, in the construction of a church, is, of course, we all kind of know this, even if we don't, um, the 14 stations of the cross are posted in every Catholic church. And here's just one last cool tidbit, is it's not even like the representations and the drawings, you know, the article drawings of those stations. The actual sacramental is just the cross. So you can have 14 crosses in a church in order, and that is what constitutes the sacramental of the stations of the cross. I, of course, didn't know that before researching this. So um, it's one of those very interesting, very historic sacramentals that, that we're all familiar with. And of course, um, hopefully within reading the book, um, you know, increasing that participation, or increasing the appreciation can increase the participation. That's amazing, especially coming from your faith background. Was that a huge transition to go from um, Southern Baptist into Catholic and all of these sacramentals? Oh, yeah. But you know what? Here's what I tell people. Like, you know, getting into the rosary and stuff like that, of course, I had the Marian, uh, the Marian stumbling block that we all did whenever we convert. Right. Um, but I always tell people that, you know, even Protestants, they might not believe in the intercession of the Church or this or that, but they have their sacramentals as well, right? They always carry around um, their Bible, or they carry around um, mm. their uh, crosses, or they might even save holy water from their baptism. It might not be holy water, but it would be the water of their baptism. Um, huh. So they've kind of gotten a little bit of appreciation for it, too. So there's a bridge to connect there. Hmm. All right. That's nice. And I think whenever we have these little things around us in our life, whether it's the rosary or a little holy water font at your home or, or whatever, I remember my kids when I, because I'm a convert as well, and one of my um, children, my son, was having nightmares consistently. And I started, you know, blessing him with holy water before he went to bed and they disappeared like that. 
and and you know just kind of integrating you know these signs of faith into our daily life to like you said predispose us to the grace that we can receive through the sacraments themselves amen yeah that's exactly what they're for is to give us an appreciation to to move our hearts in order to because that's really where our faith is is just that the mantle of the soul it's the heart and that's where you know we're supposed to build that burning flame for the lord and sacramentals help us get there yeah, kind of like a uh, a weapons cache, you know, to help us in this good fight. Yeah, yeah, and they can be used, you know, for for that purpose too, to ward away evil, which you know, of course, builds our confidence, um, and again, just disposes us to to point us towards the sacrament. Nice. Well, I remember my mom never did come into the church, but I remember her talking about the smells and bells of the Catholic Church, that that was one thing she was attracted yeah. to. And, you know, not realizing that, that she was actually being attracted to all of these sacramentals. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and another way, I love the smells and bells. I, I had never heard that until just a couple of weeks ago on a different interview. Um, but another one that comes to mind is palms and ashes. You know, a lot right. of Protestants, and not just the liturgical Protestants like Lutherans and the Anglicans, um, but they actually still use palms on Palm Sunday, and they do, some of them do spread ashes on Ash Wednesday. Now, of course, they don't believe in it the same way we do, but, you know, I always tell people, like, when I'm talking to people about this, it's not so hard, because they actually have a lot of these same practices, too. Right. And they they just don't realize the history of them, where they came from, or the fact that, you know, that they actually can convey some amount of grace. Right. Dispose us through the grace, anyway. That's a, I think exactly. that's the theme. That's the theme of this morning, right? It's just yeah. really this uh, holistic sort of a Catholic approach, this mm-hmm. uh, view of the whole person, view of the faith that uh, connects yeah, our, our, our senses and uh, even connects us, right? Those sacraments that we maybe receive uh, once in our lifetime, um, but we need to be reminded of constantly, our baptism, uh, confirmation, all those things, you know, again, I was just thinking about this. We were just helping with the confirmation retreat and trying to think about how do we, you know, orient these young people to thinking about their baptism. Okay, they were, you know, infants when they were baptized, most of them, and uh, and yet it's something that we can't we we can't forget about. It's something right. that the church continually calls us to re- to remind ourselves about the graces, the availability of all, of all those things that. Uh, happen once, but with, uh, graces that are still available to us. So, I'm right. excited about this book, Sean. I'm I don't. I I didn't win the book, but I'm going to figure out a way. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my Christmas list, uh, and uh, direct my wife to tanbooks.com, uh, and and uh, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. We'll see if I get it. <laughs> yeah, this compendium of sacramentals. I don't have the book either. If that if that comforts you, I don't have a copy yet. <laughs> well, it's beautiful. I think it would take a pride of place in any home or even in RCIA classes or wherever we need Mm -hmm. to convey this great information. Thank Thank you you. so much, Sean. All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful day. Thanks, you too. God bless. God bless. Okay. We're going to get a little bit of a preview of the next show. On the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Heather Carroll and Deacon Paul Trainin, coming to you live from Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. Their guests will include Eric Gallagher, founder of a new Catholic website called The Catholic Best, and we will also hear from Jim and Kayla Heller, who will discuss the 10-year anniversary of the Abbey of the Hills. All this and more is coming to you in the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you.
Oh, that sounds fun. I love the Abbey of the Hills. <laughs> I love Eric Gallagher and, uh, and his new website, Catholic Best. Yeah, and he's done retreats here for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, a, what an amazing morning. All right. What yeah. a full... If you, if you uh, are just joining us now or you just caught the last segment, you go to Real Presence Radio Live, listen to the podcast. We had some amazing guests. Dr. Scott, uh, Hellfinger. With the Jesse tree. That was wonderful. I knew I was going to say that wrong. Hellfinger. <laughs> with the Augustine Institute, the rooted story of the Jesse tree, the uh, great Advent season. Yeah, uh, so go subscribe for that so you can be reminded of that throughout Advent. And uh, Dr. Ross Johnson from Orthodontics of the Black Hills. So again, talking about the holistic approach to healing, getting rid of migraines. Uh, a great Catholic airways. from St. Joseph's and Spearfish uh, practicing here in the Black Hills. And uh, Camille Polly, who's doing a VSI enrichment certification this weekend. Uh, yeah, sign Saturday. up today. Sign up today. Today's the day. Don't, uh, don't miss this great opportunity for fantastic food at Terra Sancta and uh, fantastic content from Camille. And Sean, and we Sean. just talked to Sean, and again, uh, just a beautiful uh, stocking. Sto- it doesn't beautiful look like it will probably fit in your stocking. <laughs> You'd have to have a big stocking. You'd have to have a big stocking, <laughs> but uh, a beautiful book, Compendium Sacramentals. Under uh, the tree would be good. Uh, yeah, put it right under the tree, and uh, maybe use it to hold up the tree. It looks like it's a hefty book with a ton of information. And, and beautiful art. And just gorgeous, yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining. Amy, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thanks for driving from uh, Spearfish to, to be in your own old stomping grounds. Yeah, Chancery. I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> we miss you here. <laughs> and thank you, listeners. For uh, We know uh, very many of you are listening in your car. You're listening in your shop. You're listening uh, in and out of uh, work and things that you do. And uh, we just uh, appreciate you. Thank you from uh, the Diocese Rhapsody, Jacques Daniel, Amy Julian, Throw Presence Radio Live. Have a fantastic rest of your day. God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.